How are we doing, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Rear Projection podcast. This is episode 22. If you haven't guessed from the soundtrack, it's on uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day from 1991. Um, I'm your host, Scott Kingston, joined, as always, by uh, my co-host, uh, Michael Hunt. How are you doing, mate? Very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, not bad at all, mate. Not bad at all. Glad it's Friday and I've got next Absolutely. week off, which will be nice. Oh, very nice indeed. You up to anything exciting? I'm actually not. Um, I've never been a big fan of taking a week off just to not do a lot. But um, I've got a week in Tenerife at the end of the month anyway. And I've got to angry. Uh, and you'll leave, I need to use. So I'm actually just uh, chilling for a week, really. I'm sure I'll do some things, but uh, nothing planned at the moment. Very nice indeed. I've, I myself love taking time off to do fuck all. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking right. forward to it. No, it's nice to know I've got like nine days to just chill after today, which is, which is good. So, um, yeah, yes. How goes it? Fantastic. Yeah. All good here, mate. All good. Loving the fact that we got to watch Terminator 2 and that we're talking about it because it's one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah, no, it's a good film. It's a good film. I haven't seen it. It's one of those films I, I, I watched when I was really young to the point where I don't really remember it. So it was kind of like watching it for the first time again, which was cool. And uh, yeah, very good movie. Um, I, I will just throw in quickly, uh, everyone, sorry for the delay in getting this episode out. Uh, it's been a mixture of things, really. We had some technical issues when trying to record it the other day. And before yes. that, um, I, I had uh, I had a couple of gigs and a couple of um, uh, a couple of issues where I, I was kind of busy. So I, I didn't really find time to record it. We couldn't sync up the old schedules, could we? So um, yeah, sorry for the delay, um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll aim to get back to getting them out every Friday as of next week. So uh, yeah, sorry we're about here that. Now. All right, we're here now. Just fucking enjoy it. Yeah, okay? exactly, exactly. Well, exactly. you know, it's easy. To, it's easy to criticise, isn't it? But you don't know what our lives are like. Absolutely, absolutely. So well, um, yeah. Do you want to do like a synopsis? Um, Let's on the... fucking do it. Let's yeah, fucking. Do it. Okay, so it's directed by James Cameron, released in 1991, as you have correctly stated, sir. Uh, And it follows Sarah Connor and her 10-year-old son, John, as they're pursued by a new, more advanced Terminator, the Liquidic liquidic Metal Shapeshifting T-1000, sent back in time to kill John and prevent him from becoming the leader of the human resistance. A second, less advanced Terminator is also sent by the Resistance to protect John. It's <laughs> mm. a pretty spot on synopsis, really. Um, right, yeah, it's a whole film. It's a bit, it? Well, it's a bit of a weird one because in, in this one, obviously, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's a good guy, whereas he was the, the the main bad guy in the first film, wasn't he? Yeah, you got that cracking bit of misdirection at the start of the film there, where you think he's the first one to come back, and you think he's going to be the baddie, and he yeah. goes in and crushes some people's hands and whatnot in a bar, and oh, uh, that steals bar, a man's that- clothes. That bar seems funny, man. I, I, I just, <laughs> just the, the way the um, he walks in. Yeah, he walks in naked, doesn't he? And he sort of asks for this. He asks for this biker gang. So like, goes. That's what I'm and says. I need your boots, your jacket. What else does he ask for? Your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Not asking a lot. Um, yeah, just everything. <laughs> also, if you have a house that I can live in, that would be great. <laughs> and um, yeah, and the bloke responds by uh putting a cigarette out on his chest. So he gets thrown through it. Huh? A cigarette? Yeah. He, he, he uh, throws him through a window and then he burns... No, yeah, he throws him through a kitchen window and he burns himself on the stove. Then, yeah. he throws his, then his mate stabs him and he throws him out the window. And then I can't believe there's a third bloke who's armed with a pool cue who's just seen that happen and thinks... He's just seen this bloke get stabbed and not even flinch and he's gone, right, I'm going to have a crack next to the pool cue. Probably yeah. sit this one out, mate. <laughs> probably sit this one out. I'll probably think, do you know what? <laughs> it's all right, guys. I've got a stick. 
<laughs> yeah, the knife into the stomach didn't work, but I'm sure this fucking Paul Q's going to do the job. Um, Maybe he just then, wants to ask if he fancies a game. <laughs> when it stays on. Um, <laughs> you look stressed, mate. Yeah, and, the, and then the fat guy comes out, um, don't he, with his gun. Having yeah. just having just watched him fucking take out an entire biker gang, I can't let you take the guy's wheels, son. Can't let you take a man's wheels. Yeah, oh, fucking, it was that that did it, was it? Not him chucking him on the fucking cooker. Yeah, yeah. No, he, draw, draw the line at motorbikes, I'm afraid. Yeah, it was. There'll it be was... no auto theft in my bar, sunshine. <laughs> Put it this way: if Arnold Schwarzenegger walks into my bar and fucking takes out everyone of that, I'm thinking to myself, I'm probably just going to let him drive off. To be honest, whether I've got a gun or not. Yeah. Absolutely, but, yeah, leave him to it. Leave him no, to it. He's a British yeah. house. I don't need it. I'm insured. Fuck it. No, but the fat barman chanced his arm. But, um, yeah, yeah and, then, and then he, he basically then just let Arnold Schwarzenegger ball cut to him and disarm him. It was, and um, take his sunglasses. He did take his sunglasses, yeah. He, he, which he then uses to drive the motorbike off at night, which I think is a mistake. That's true. Motor, mo- motorcycle in the dark with sunglasses on. It's an accident waiting to happen, isn't it? Can you can you imagine an outtake of that scene where he just sticks the sunglasses on, starts the bike, and stacks it into a fucking wall? I cannot see. <laughs> it is very dark. Um, yeah, and there's the bit where he walks in and he's naked. There's a lot of women sort of staring down at his crotchal area and getting quite excited. Yeah, and, uh, we, we've touched on this before, but I I don't know. I mean, I mean, a dick's a dick, obviously, but mm. is Arnold Schwarzenegger a sexy man? Um, I mean, he had the body, didn't he? He was obviously a you he know a, a muscly dude. I don't know. I mean, you don't look at him; he don't scream out for up, does he? He's you know he's he's. No. But no, I know what you mean. I mean, I suppose he's he was. Got, quite, he's got a face like a disappointed frog. We're going a bit reeves again, are we? <laughs> No, let's not, um, <laughs> because we haven't got very long. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and the other thing that I was wondering is, do Terminators have dicks? Well, they're looking at something, aren't they? They're looking, they're looking at, something. at something, but apparently the uh, he was wearing the lariest surf shorts that he could wear, he could find, so that people would naturally stare down and uh, be taken by surprise. And he didn't tell anybody else on, on set that he was going to be doing it as well. Oh, so, really? Some of the shocked looks on people's faces as they look down at his his pants area are genuine, which yeah. is quite interesting. Well, well, yeah, I mean, they could have done like an action man thing with him and just had nothing uh, in yeah. between the scratch, but yeah, that... one of the angels from Dogma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, I'm just wondering, like, and also, do they stick? Do the Terminator stick bollocks on? Does Skynet put bollocks on a Terminator? And if he puts bollocks on the Terminator, do they? Can they produce semen? Could you feasibly have a, a baby a, terminator? A baby terminator, yeah. I don't know. I think you opened up a can of worms here. I, I, I could. I don't know. Would he, would he have working spunk? I don't know. I mean, he's a big fucking robot guy. I mean, does it just come out as motor oil? <laughs> <laughs> Leaves a greasy stain on your in, in your eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> I am about to reach climax. <laughs> Oh, you got to my chopper. Oh. <laughs> Different film, but I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, just a random one. Uh, yeah, they call me the Sperminator. <laughs> no, I, I'd be. Yeah, I, 
I would assume they've probably just given him what looks like a penis because he's basically just built to resemble human beings, isn't he? And I think, well, yeah. and I think it, if he ever had to take is... his clothes off in front of somebody and they noticed he had nothing down there, someone would get a tad suspicious. Well, if they send him through naked as well, I mean, yeah, if you don't, if you don't give him something to pack, then you know people are going to get suspicious. Not, not that somebody just walking around naked isn't suspicious. But yeah. it's it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Oh, also, um, if you are listening to this podcast naked, uh, nice genitals. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I mean, that would be yeah, yeah. If anyone listens to uh, the podcast naked, then I, I hope you're enjoying yourself and uh, prove yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so does a, email us a picture of your erect cock um, <laughs> or your damp vagina. <laughs> Speaking of vaginas, there's a woman in this film as well. Um, <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, boy. Uh, Linda Hamilton's back as Sarah Connor. Uh, she's only just got a vagina, though, in this one, I think. She's a little bit unhinged, isn't she? Absolutely insane. Yeah. That first scene when she's screaming her head off the first time I see her, she looked like a sort of angry Jeanette Cranky. It was, <laughs> um, it was like, um, yeah, she was screaming about the end of the world. Because basically, she's in a mental hospital in this film, isn't she? She um, is, yeah. Which, I think the first thing you see of her is that she's just doing chin ups in her bedroom. Yeah. And they're yeah. looking in through a window at her. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is. She, she, oh, yeah, she keeps in shape. I'll give her that. But um, she's essentially um, been confined to a mental hospital because of every, all the, the events of the first film. They all think she's gone mad. Um, yeah. I mean, and I think if, if you do, you know, find somebody at a, <laughs> a factory where, you know, there's whatever dead bodies and stuff. You're going to wonder about a story that she tells you about robots being sent back from the future. So it's true. Yeah, I, I can understand the rationale behind sticking her in a in a mental hospital. Sure. Yeah, no, that's true. And she's got obviously a, she's got a son played by Edward Furlong, uh, yep. John Connor. He's kind of uh, he's he's with some foster parents, isn't he? Um, yep, Todd and Janelle. Who he spends the entire film calling pricks, and then he's irresponsible, <laughs> almost directly responsible for them dying. Um, yep. So yeah, that was uh, yeah Edward Furlon, who's um, had a had a had a troubled troubled life, I think, since uh, since he broke on the scene. Mm, it seems that way. Yeah, it, it really does. I mean, he's he's not in the best of shape now, uh, and, and I would say not just physically. No, yeah, he he. I, I was looking him up. I knew I only knew he had some issues, but apparently he got banned from seeing his like toddler son because he tested positive for they found traces of cocaine on the son. It's a bit like that. Oh, yeah. On the sun or in the sun? I, 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 it just said that his son tested positive. I mean, Jesus Christ, if your son's having to get drug tested before he can knock about with you, you know you're wrong. Yeah. Also, get him started on something a little bit lighter, like, like <laughs> marijuana. There's our tenuous Michael Jackson reference for the episode. There's, it's, it's not an episode if we don't reference Michael Jackson at some point. Um, to be fair, every film we usually do is referencing him in the trivia. Although, I think, again, we've escaped. I think we've managed to get through another film without him being linked to it. So, I mean, you couldn't exactly have fucking Michael Jackson playing the Terminator. <laughs> Come with me if you uh, want to um, live. <laughs> he doesn't have the voice for it. He doesn't have the authority. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live in Neverland. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. I, I always, always try and show on a Jacko reference in there. I don't know. He's just he's probably one. Become, of, it's become a legend. Well, it's, he's one of the easiest celebrities to impersonate, isn't he? <laughs> you just basically just do any high pitched voice. 
<laughs> Just that, that's it. Yep, exactly. Oh, I'm the Terminator. Ooh. <laughs> that, that's it. That's all I do. It takes no effort. Um, but yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome, yeah. viewers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, I, I, I like the villain in this film, Robert Patrick. He's a fantastic performance from Robert Patrick. Very, very sinister, isn't it? He, he likes yeah. the sinister. I mean, in the opening scene, he asked the foster parents for a picture of Ed, of 10 year old Edward Furlong and then said, oh, he's, a, he's a good looking boy. Can I keep this? I'm like, well, no. I thought, Do you What's have it? a photograph of John? Yeah. <laughs> My God, he's a good-looking boy. Yeah, <laughs> can I keep this? Like, okay. So he did. He had a um, had a bit of a topsy turvy start for me. As soon as he said that, I thought, "Hang on, what's going on here?" Um, but- yeah, but he's. Uh, I think. The, I think the point of that is that he's exhibiting very human characteristics, and at this point, you're still not supposed to know that he's the baddie. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, so, that- yeah. He's being, yeah, uh, no, he's, that, yeah, yeah. That he's being bad. charming. He's being charming. <laughs> nonsense up there, son. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I mean, he might not know that. Uh, he must know that those are his foster parents, though. So it's not even like he's complimenting their their genetic fortitude in any way. Yeah, it's that's true. Going, he's a bit of all right, isn't he? Fuck, yeah. How do you get anything Four. done with him? Fucking. How do you get anything done with him wandering about the house? <laughs> <laughs> Edward Furlong, he's giving me a foot long. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. Let's have a whole mark of our episodes, though, mate. We've got a friendly odd nods joke. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely we, right. We, we moved away from it for a bit. When we stopped doing the kids' films, we've kind of moved away from it now, but we'll never. You, there's always there's always, there's always room with an episode for a nods joke. Absolutely, always. It's what we're known for. And uh, I suppose if we're on that, there is a point in this, um, in this uh, film where Arnold Schwarzenegger tries to pick up a baby. It is quite random that one, isn't it? That's what, is that when they're um, is that when they're stockpiling the weapons? Or... That's it. When they're in Mexico, he just sort of picks this baby up by his dungarees, <laughs> just sort of stares at him, like spins him about, and goes, "What the fuck's this all about?" Then, <laughs> yeah, that is that. That is you do just get the odd random scene in films like that fucking licky security guard who licks Sarah Connor in the face. What's that Jesus. fucking creepy cunt about? He's yeah. he's just restrained her uh, to like I don't know. I think you. Giving her medicine or whatever when he and she was restrained to the bed and he just randomly just licked her face like a fucking weirdo and yeah I don't think I mean you know even if I was a pervert I don't think I'd want to lick Linda Hamilton's face in this one you cut your tongue <laughs> she's got a face like a slab of granite she don't smile a lot does she she really doesn't not in this film she's not not not, not one for smiling she just spends the entire spends the entire film firing guns and screaming really yeah. Oh, yeah, um, and 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 I I I do object to anybody looking sad while they're eating a fuck off cheeseburger. Yes, dude, it was the most depressing cheeseburger eating scene I've ever seen. I know, man, and it really put me off fast food for you know an hour. <laughs> no, yeah, she don't. Um, yeah, what what make, what gets me about Sarah Connor's character is that like one of the things she's trying to do in the film. Um, when she's in the confines of the mental hospital, where she's trying to get visits from her son, she keeps saying she wants to see her son to the, to the guy in charge who don't always have request, and she goes fucking mental when he says that she can't see her son. But then when John Connor does eventually turn up and fucking break her out of the institution, she's a bit like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> it's very inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, I know, but she's—I mean, she's trying to protect him. The, the Terminator does say um, as well, doesn't he? Like, it's probably not a good idea because the T one thousand will try and reacquire. Just does not benefit our plan. Yeah, <laughs> this is not part of the mission. 
yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. But she, she just, I don't know, she all of a sudden just seems a little bit indifferent to her. It's as if he turned up and she's going, oh, I've just remembered you're a bit of a prick, actually. Um, <laughs> well, it, in fairness, though, he is a bit of a prick. Oh, he is a prick. Oh, fucking uh, Edward Furlong's character is a right little dickhead. That bit yeah. when he finds out that Arnold Schwarzenegger takes his orders. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And there's those two blokes and Arnold Schwarzenegger grabs him. I can't remember what for. And he's like, get off me, get off me. And he tries to call those two blokes over to help him. And eventually Arnold does let him go. And these two blokes come over and, and sort of in the, in, the, in the midst of the walking over, he's kind of discovered that Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's what he says. So by the time they've got there, they're like, you're right, mate, can we help? And he just goes, take, was it, take a hike, Bolsa. Take a hike, Bolsa. They're on their way to fucking help you, my grateful little shit. Yeah, I don't give him a slap. Yeah. Well, well, I think one of them told him to fuck off and then Arnie started beating the shit out of him and he was going to shoot one of them, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, it's only because John tells him to. Yeah. He's like, grab this guy. I can't believe it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. He, oh, no. I, I thought Edward Fulham was a right little prick. Apart, well, that, yeah. Slagging off his foster parents at every available opportunity. You know, giving him a fucking roof over his head and yeah. know, and and, uh, and a fucking dirt bike and, and, a, and a special computer that allows you to hack into people's bank accounts. Yeah. And yeah. fucking, uh, well, oh yeah, and just fucking chewing on Schwarzenegger's ear off the whole fucking film, talking about him when he was a kid, and oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, and he's got shut his little, 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 little mate with a ginger mullet as well. Yeah, yeah, the red mullet. Yeah, what on earth would possess him to do that? I mean, I'm, I'm as as a fellow ginger, I, I, it's hard enough as it is, right? Just have yeah. a ginger hair. At what point does he think I'm going to fashion this into a mullet? That'll that'll win him round. I, I don't, <laughs> Honestly, how have his parents let him do that and go and go and go on a <laughs> fucking star in a film? Do it. I mean, I don't know if that was just a style for the character, but why would it be? It's not a big character, and he's he's not on screen for very long. So yeah, I wonder if mm. when he when he wrote the script, James Cameron put the caveat in that the character must have a mullet. Oh well, a little ginger mullet kid. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, that kid must have had a hard time at school because I'd imagine kids in movies who attend normal high school probably get bullied anyway, just cause, just out of jealousy. So, Ginger, mullet, was in a film. Oh, I bet he, I bet he was cannon fodder in the playground then. wonder what he's up to these days. Don't know. Does he? I've not, I don't recognise the kid from anything else, but, I mean, he might look different growing up. You'd like to think he's ditched the mullet by now. Yeah, oh, I would hope so, just for his own sake. But, um, you know, you just don't know, do you? I wonder if he's, uh, I wonder if he's on the cast list, if we can find I'm out. I'm having a look for you as we speak. Okay, so his name, was, his name is Danny Cooksey. Oh, is that uh, Danny Cooksey? Yeah. Uh, the Danny Cooksey. <laughs> the Cooksonator. Um, because of the picture of him here, on his name's Tim in this. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, it looks like he still does, it looks like he does more voice acting nowadays than anything else. Well, yeah, I mean, he has got a face for radio, so that, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. No, I mean, he's, you know, a haircut for radio, really. Yeah, no, it looks like he's, he's still knocking about doing stuff, but uh, it looks like, yeah, it looks like a lot of his uh, stuff now is like voices on kids' TV shows and shit. It looks like he was in something recently called Long Gone Gulch. Yeah, I won't be rushing to the cinema. No, no, Long, <laughs> Long Gone Gulch sounds like some sort of, I don't know, STI. Oh, he, he would stoop kids' voice in Hey Arnold. That's brilliant. <laughs> I've not seen that. Oh, Hey Arnold was great. I've um, seen the programme. I've not seen the, the Jungle movie. Stupid kid. I'm real. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Ginger Mullet Kid. So, yeah, still knocking about. Um, 
Right, that's enough for the podcast dedicated to him anyway. He can fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, he's not even in it for that long. It was, it was, only, it was only his haircut that attracted our attention, really. It doesn't add much to the plot. He he briefly distracts the uh, T-1000s while John escapes because he comes from well, arcade looking for him, doesn't he? Yeah, he, try, he tries to distract him and then he just sort of pushes him out of the way, doesn't he? <laughs> he's like, oh, mister, I think I saw that kid. See you later. See you later. Get yeah, out of the way. See you later, Cooksy. <laughs> there's, there's quite a lot of unfortunate characters in this film that just happen to be shot for being in the line of flight. Like that fucking employee with the Terminator and the T-1000 meet in the back alley. Of the, well, I don't know where it is. It's in like a hallway beyond the arcade. And yeah. uh, that fucking poor bloke's only gone down there to get a drink and he's been shot. <laughs> hey, you can't be down here. You can't be down here. Yeah, fuck off, mate. You just got shot to death by two robots. How's your luck? Yeah, you're dead. Stay out of the fucking... Stay out of the back passage, who... Uh... Ooh, uh. Um, uh. <laughs> that's quite a nice little fight though isn't it between the, the first first fight that the two Terminators have in the uh, in the shopping centre they oh, mate, chucking you, each other through windows oh the action scenes in it are great I have to say uh, even so, for it's, that yeah it's top notch violence in this film isn't it yeah and they, it, to be honest a lot of the scenes hold up even now considering it was what 1991 it's 20 like, yeah. 30 years old so uh, 30 like, years old I really I really do commend the uh, not, not, I mean the, the computer the computer generated stuff for the T one thousand is fantastic, even for the time. Yeah, but the the practical effects as well, like the, the all the puppets they made and how they made Arnold's face look like it, the skin had come away. You know, yeah, like, helicopter car chase. Stand, oh yeah, the helicopter. Yeah, mate, it's all it's all really good. It's all very well handled. There's a couple of bits where you can see it's obviously a puppet. Yeah, but, um, you know, it's fucking thirty years ago. Oh no, the bit the bit at the end, like you said, when Arnold's skin's coming off and you can kind of see the robot structure underneath is fucking good yeah it, it, it still holds up now yeah i didn't look at any of it and think this looks shit now for like 30 no. years down the line it, no it holds up well man it's it's yeah no i can't knock the action scenes it was just a fucking good old-fashioned 90s action film wasn't it? And, it, and it was it was actually better than the original which the sequel was better on it, it, it i think so yeah i think it's a it's a it's 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 got a lot more heart to it it's much mm. more of a film that i think you know everybody can kind of get behind the first film is fantastic yeah i'd say i'd say the first film is more like a sort of slasher movie yeah yeah it is it's almost like more of a horror movie like whereas yeah whereas this is uh like yeah fucking full-on action and they, they went a bit, bit of a different way with it but um yeah i can't knock it yeah like i said robert patrick and he, he's uh does does sinister well he's got hands that can just turn into fucking knives at will which um, is brilliant if you've got a lot of sandwiches to make <laughs> although i have an issue with how many times he gets shot in this film um because <laughs> it seems to just be a relative inconvenience to him because the, start, the gunshot will hit him and then it will just disappear within seconds. And yet, whenever anyone's fighting, they're like, quick, quick, give me my gun. Oh, I want to mildly inconvenience him again so he can fucking come after me two seconds later. I don't know. I just, I think the grenade launcher had to do the job in the end. And even that only knocked him into the vat. That wouldn't have killed him either. Yeah, sort of splashed him open a bit, didn't it? I mean, he at one point, he's sort of all gangly and elongated and half of him is like up, upside down and shit. Yeah. So that does the job. So use explosives. Just use it like and and quite honestly, when they get to that fucking place in Mexico where Sarah Connor has buried an entire arsenal of weapons, I'm amazed she hasn't got a tank down there. Yeah. Yeah, she had a fucking shitload of well she she was oh yeah, she was she had the whole little Al Qaeda operation going. She just had fucking shitloads of like I can shit loads of weapons, man. It, it was, uh, yeah, she met up with some random dude who was just a bit like, I don't know, an old friend. Was he in the first movie or? Was no, he... no, not at all. It's, it's somebody, I think, well, you know, in the in the at the end of the first film where she's sort of, she's in a Jeep, she stops at a, stops at a garage uh, and a little boy takes a picture of her. Yeah. 
and that turns out to be the picture that John gives to Kyle Reese. Um, that's sort of her starting her journey to preparing John to become like this this general or military guy, the leader of the resistance. Yeah, so I think John explains to the Terminator at some point, probably much to the fucking Terminator's dismay, that most of his childhood was spent going from person to person so that she could learn something that she could then teach John later in life. So I think this guy, I think his name's Enrique. Oh, fair um, enough. Yeah, and I suppose he can be your hero, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Enrique. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, again, he's only really in it for a couple of seconds, isn't it? He, he, he's just a bit of a faraway character. It's mainly yeah. about it's mainly about sort of the big four. Oh, oh, well, no, also, you've got, uh, oh, as per the standard in uh, 90s films, you've got... Uh, Miles Dyson, who yeah. uh, is the only black guy in the movie, who uh, surprise surprise gets killed about two scenes in. Yeah, he's uh, he, he he was the one they discover that like he was the director of like the uh, a company that essentially what formed Skynet, wasn't it? And, yeah, he's uh, he's the guy who essentially creates Skynet. Um, Sarah Connor decided she was going to go to his house and just fucking start shooting, and um, she did. She went <laughs> fucking nuts in that scene, didn't she? Absolutely insane, yeah, 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 yeah. And she is uh, very. It's difficult to watch where she sort of comes into that. She's already shot him once, but she's like got a gun. She's pointing a gun at him, and she's like crying and shit. And his little boy's there. Yeah. Ugh. She also doesn't really offer an explanation as to why she's there and why she's maniacally shooting up the house. That that happens when I mean I think fucking John Connor explains it again. I mean he don't stop fucking rabbiting on, does he? No. Yeah, and then the bit where he takes takes the little boy into his bedroom. Yeah. Come on, Danny, show me your room, okay? Show me your toys. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Doesn't want to be your mate, you're boring. <laughs> Go back to the stick stick with the little ginger mullet. Um but yeah, he, he uh, so yeah, he gets he gets relatively killed. I mean they, they kind of explain to him what his actions cause and they convince him to destroy everything, don't they? And he kind of heroically dies blowing up the building where uh, Miles oh, R.I.P. Miles Dyson. Yeah you're the, hero. you're the hero of the whole piece, really, mate. He does, yeah. He rocks up, get, he gets shot, and then gets blown up. That's his two scenes, really. Yeah. Poor but, sod. But no, I, I think, you know, given he's so excited at the start of the film when you, when you first see him about all the work that he's doing, and then all it takes is one explanation and for a Terminator to take the skin off its arm. And he he does an about-face pretty sharpish and tries to do the right thing. So of everybody in this film, I think he's the most heroic yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's got morals at least, you know. I was kind of hoping it'd be like, well, I'm still going to do it, fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I've got to make a living. <laughs> I have got, so, you know, if you can think of something else, <laughs> fine. This happens in your future, not my problem. <laughs> I will be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> and you get that um, you get that judgment day, she, gets, she has that uh, flashback, doesn't she, when she's at the playground. Oh, yeah, her. fantastic. Uh, of yeah, like she has that sort of vision of the everyone burning. What she like it ends of her just being a fucking skeleton shaking the fence, like <laughs> like a like a Halloween decoration. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, I guess ever since she was told that that Skynet is going to release a load of nuclear warheads and blow up most of civilization, I think she's probably a bit prang about that. No, can see why. Can see why. I can understand it. Yeah, I, no, she, I, can, I can see a lot of things from her point of view. I just think she needs to cheer the fuck up a little bit. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no. She could do. She could do with um, do with chewing out. She do, that's how I don't think she smiles once in the whole fucking film. No, uh, no. I mean, even at the end, she doesn't smile at the Terminator as she's lowering him, lowering him into the molten yeah, steel. Yeah, you're destroying the bloke. Give him a fucking smile, will you? 
Yeah, she just sort of nods at him while she's, you know, stood there very warm. Yeah. She, she, she's yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently they bought that scene at the end when he when he gives her um, the uh, buttons to lower him into the vat. Apparently, he, uh, when that wasn't he says to her like, "Oh, I can't terminate myself. You have to do it." Mm. Apparently, when they first did that for a test audience, that scene wasn't in there. It was just him passing her the remote and her lowering it down. And uh, <laughs> apparently, no one understood it and thought she was just randomly murdering him. Um, <laughs> It could have been quite useful to have around. <laughs> so uh, apparently they had to add that dialogue that like he, he can't terminate himself and that she has to do it. Uh, yeah. Because people didn't really know what the fuck was going on when he just handed her the thing and she lowered him in. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of people not going too heavy with the expository dialogue. But I think in that case, it's quite important to know why she's just, you know, <laughs> melting Thank you. him. Thank you for saving us. Now I'm going to kill you. Um <laughs> So yeah, I, I think it was it was needed. It was a little on the nose, but I think it, it kind of kind of had to be. But um, with the thumb though, is quite emotional, isn't it? The, the what? Sorry, whether he's just going, he's lowering down into uh, the metal. Uh, like one last thumbs the, up, and a little thumb comes up. Little thumb up, yeah. Oh god! Did <laughs> it oh, hit you in the feels? Did it? Oh, got me right there, mate. I've I've never felt before, <laughs> but this time. This time uh, something happened to me. The, the, the bloke who plays the uh, foster parent, uh, Xander Barkley, uh, oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've never seen him not play a useless prick in a film. <laughs> He's always a cunt, isn't he? He's always just a useless prick. Like, all he does in this movie is go outside, say, hey, listen to your mother, or whatever it is he says. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and John, John Collins just goes, no, drives off. <laughs> And, uh, and he just goes back, and, and, and then the next scene, he gets his fucking sword through the head, doesn't he? Yeah, I do. Like, I really like that image, though, of, uh, of the of the T one thousands hand just going through the milk carton and through his head, yeah, yeah, through yeah. his mouth. Yeah. Oh, you dare, nah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. But it's always fun to watch bad things happen to him on screen. Yeah, he's I in a. He's in heat. He's in. Uh, he's in. He's in well, a. Hey, of- I will. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Candyman. He plays the uh, the cheating husband in the Candyman. Oh fucking hell! Yeah. Mm. Are you gonna? Have you seen the Have you seen the remake of the Candyman yet? I have not. I really want to though. Yeah, I want to go and see fantastic. That. I think it's produced by Jordan Peele, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I want to go and see that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's one we could do uh, in the cinema for our uh, for our upcoming October Halloween spooktacular. Yeah, boy. We could do actually, yeah, that makes sense because it comes out in October. Yeah, because we're going to do, uh, we're doing, a, I think we're doing one more uh, 90s film next week, aren't we? And then we're going yep. to, uh, and then we're, and then we're going to be moving on for the, the entire month of October. We're going to be doing a Halloween movies because uh, yeah, well, it's that time of year. Yeah, I do, are we are we right now? Here, like, here's the here's the conversation. Are we going to just keep it to films based around Halloween itself, or are we just going to go for any old scary shit that tickles our fancy? I we could do a mixture because I know what you mean because they're sort of like kids Halloween films like for example Hocus Pocus um, yeah bitch which I I, I have to say I'd quite like to do that one um, but also the like actual horror horror movies I think we could mix it up a little bit maybe mm, I mean, we're gonna be right, we're gonna be, we're gonna be doing four aren't we so I guess we could do two of each yeah we could do the thing where we give each other a choice of six like <laughs> but but they're all Nightmare on Elm Street films 
Yeah, we've been we've been doing choices of two lately. I was going to do that today, but I, I um uh, we we've obviously I've already discussed with you what my two choices would be. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to bother I'm not going to bother offering up the other option. I'm just going to tell you the well you, you know which one I'm I'm picking for the next episode. Um, yeah, yeah, mate. Um, but yeah, no Hall- Halloween in October, and then I think um obviously we we'll have to do we we'll have to think of something theme wise for November because then obviously when December comes around, we'll be doing Christmas when we. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Hmm, tough one. Well, we'll figure something. Maybe well, we maybe, always do. We'll be debating having some request ones done, won't we? Like, do it actually, because a couple of people have suggested films to us. Yeah, <laughs> could do that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Whatever, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll let's get Halloween done. I'm excited yeah. for that. That's probably the most excited I've been about uh, a theme because I do like the spooky shit. Yeah, same here, same here. I do enjoy, do enjoy a bit of that. I mean, we were, uh, yeah, it's the first real kind of, because we've been doing this probably, what, four or five months now? Well, well we're 22 yep. episodes. So, yeah, it's like the first kind of, uh, we, we did, because we started after Christmas, but before Halloween, so this is kind of the first themed sort of period that we're going to be doing, really, isn't it? Because That's it, mate, yeah. It's the first one to come up. So, uh, yeah, mate. You know, Exciting you know, times. I'd say in November we could do films based around fireworks, but I'm not sure there's many out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only film that I can think of off the top of my head is Lord of the Rings, and I'm not fucking sitting through that. <laughs> Plus, they're fucking three and a half hours, so... Um, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it's a long... Life's it's a too long. short, mate. It is, mate. It is. It is. Um, what else haven't we covered on uh, Terminator 2? I feel like... Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything we've missed? I don't know, mate. Mm-hmm. Well, we better think of something, because uh, <laughs> we've still got a whole, like, half a podcast. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, oh. do you know what? For once, I've not been keeping track of time. Is it 33 minutes? Oh, my God. So if you are, if you had on your rear projection bingo card, Scott mentioning what time we're at. Ah, which, you mentioned it first. You mentioned it first. That's what I mean. You shout out of luck this episode. I know. I'll check, I'll check the tables base. have turned, Mr. Powers. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Did you look up the trivia for this film on IMDb? I had a quick glance at it. There is fucking loads. <laughs> honestly, I kind of um, honestly, there's if you have a spare minute, have a look at IMDb and have a look at the amount of trivia for this film. It's the most I've seen on on there mm. for any of these. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything worthwhile in that? Um, they 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 discovered. I know that they discovered Edward Furlong at the Pasadena Boys and Girls Clubs. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, I yeah, don't like the sound of that, mate. I don't like the sound of that at all. Sounds like a paedophile ring, doesn't it? It sounds like a grooming circuit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, have you seen... I, I haven't actually seen the third Terminator, but I've been reliably informed it's fairly shit. It's a bag of wank, yeah, yeah, don't bother. Uh, it's it's annoying because it kind of... At the end of this film, you get the impression that they've sort of saved the day, Skynet is fucked, and we won't have any Terminators. And in Terminator 3, they just go, nah. <laughs> Nah. Yeah, I, I did wonder how they could bring him back. I mean, he he burned to death at a vat. Like he was, he melted, and the chip he had melted. Like I don't know, it did it did seem far fetched. I, I, I well, they sort of go, well, yeah, but all you did really was just delay it. <laughs> I see. Yeah, and there's there's I think there's I can't remember. I haven't seen it in years, and I probably won't ever watch it again. But there's a, there's a shitty thing where they have Arnold Schwarzenegger make. A cameo. Well, he's in it anyway, but he may, he plays a separate character who's like this general, and that's who they base the look of the Terminator on. I don't know whether this is a deleted scene actually. Um, and he and he speaks, but he's got a really shitty voice. 
like a different voice to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then another guy comes in and they've dubbed over Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice onto this guy. Cause they say, Oh, he, he, he's, he's great. Look at him. I don't know. We have to do something about that voice though. And then another guy comes in and he's just like, going, but it's not Arnie. And then, ah, Ooh. And it's very shit and camp and like just too wank. <laughs> is there any, is there any deleted scenes from Terminator 2 that, there must there must be a few that didn't make the cut because you there's a director's cut of the film isn't there i think i'll watch the normal one yeah there is a director's cut and i and i I did search for that and it's the one that i've fucking got on dvd that i tried to dig out for this and i've I've lost it when we moved house it's it's just disappeared so i need to do more digging um but yeah there is a director's cut and it is there's some pretty cool additional scenes in it um there's a bit you know where um the terminator the t1000's on the phone to john he he calls him on the payphone, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and Arnold picks up the phone and he's like, What's wrong with Wolfie? He said, What what is the dog's name? And he says, Max. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Arnold says, What's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. And then the mum goes, Oh, Wolfie's fine, Wolfie's fine. And then so the the dog, so the T T one thousand doesn't know the dog's name. And then yeah. there's a bit after he's killed the dad where he goes outside, kills the dog, and looks at the name tag and it says Max on it. So the T-1000s obviously realised that he's the Terminator, the other Terminators found him or that somebody ah. protected him. Um, he killed the dog. Else? Not cool. Yeah, I know, mate. I'm glad they fucking left that out. Yeah. Jesus. I don't like it when the dogs die. No, definitely not. I get upset. I'm, many people, as you like, can fucking die. I don't give a shit. But don't hurt the dogs. Yeah, stay out of it, mate. You can't do that. that, that that's always the guard room. Whenever I see a pet rock up in a horror film, I'm like, nah, don't you dare. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, um, I'm quite upset about I Am Legend. Oh, that one's old, bro. Yeah, when he has to choke the dog to death. Yeah, because he yeah. turns into little zombie dogs, doesn't he? Little zombie dog. Oh, I'd have kept the zombie dog. <laughs> Just kept it in a cage or something. <laughs> Don't need to kill it, do you? I mean, even as a zombie, even as a zombie dog, it doesn't fucking know it's a zombie. No, that's true. That's true. No, was, that was, that was, alone. Yeah, that was quite. That was quite traumatizing. I say, actually. Equal rights for zombie dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of some other. Oh yeah, there's a there's a cracking scene where, so it, you know, there's a bit where they they're talking after they've had the fight with the T1000 and they sort of hold up in some garage or other. Yeah. And Sarah Connor's trying to patch up some of his wounds. Um, there's a bit where he says that his his CPU is a learning computer. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the director's cut, there's a bit where he explains that there's a switch on the chip that you have to flick to make it into a learning computer because um, they don't, Skynet doesn't want them becoming too human or whatever. Right. Starting to sympathize with the humans. Um, so that, but you can flip this switch to make him learn and become more human. So they, um, they take the chip out of his head uh, and Sarah Connor's about to smash it. And then John's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, hey, if, if I can't get my mom, my mum to listen to me, then how's anybody else supposed to or whatever? Yeah. Um, and then a bit later on, when they're at the truck, the truck stop thing where she's eating that burger, all sad and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Arnold, um, John suggests to him that he he starts like learning, like thinking about trying to be more human and learning how to smile. And there's a really funny bit where he sort of takes a scan of this guy smiling and then tries to do it. So fucking teeth into Hammond to smile while he's at it. <laughs> Miserable cow. Yeah, I know. She's always she's always had the ability to learn. She just chooses not to. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Oh, definition of resting bitch, in fact, is that is. Fucking yeah. hell. 
Rest in bitchin' face. That sounds German. Yeah, it was meant to be said rest in bitch face. I uh, misspoke. Whatever, man. Happens once or twice an episode. Yep. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, bit, it. I bit my tongue last night when I was eating. And uh, yeah, uh, maybe affected my speech a bit, I think. No, oh, you've got all Jar Jar Binks. Binks, the worst character in Star Wars history. Yeah, do you know the do you know the original plan was to make him the baddie? Fuck me. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks. Well, yeah. it was Darth Maul in that film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Darth Maul, but so the the film the first the first one in the prequels is called The Phantom Menace, and the whole thing was supposed to be that by the end of the whatever last film, you find out that Jar Jar Binks has been the one pulling the strings. The whole time, <laughs> fuck me, <laughs> super villain Jar Jar Binks. It was a yeah, high pitched fucker. Yeah, just most irritating person because there's, there's loads of things in there where he sort of. Uh, if you watch it, there's a video on YouTube, but it points out all the things where um, Jar Jar Binks might be sort of manipulating Natalie Portman and stuff to like with it, like a using the Force as like a Jedi mind trick and all this sort of shit. That's funny. That's like finding out the fucking ginger mullet kid was really pulling the strings of the Terminator too. <laughs> He's Skynet. Fuck it out. Yeah, mate. That's yeah. those are the sort of YouTube holes that I go down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I do. I, I, I spend far too much on YouTube because usually Maddie usually goes to bed before I do, and I just fucking YouTube stupid shit. You just find yourself watching the most random things. Yeah. It's um, fun. Though. It's all right. We didn't have that when I was a kid, so I'm enjoying no, it. No, it's true. It's true. Um, oh, there was um, there was the other dude in the film. The, the, he reprises his role from the first film. Was that uh, that Doctor Doctor Silberman? Is it Doctor Silberman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played by Earl Bone. Earl Bone. Earl Bone. Uh, Earl Bone. Earl Bone. <laughs> Earl Bone. <laughs> it's like, an it's instru- just- like an instruction a dog would give you. Tell me a bone. <laughs> a cockney dog. Hell <laughs> bone, mate. Yeah. Give me something to chase. Oh, mate. Yeah, that is a shit name, isn't it? Yeah, hell bone. Um, I mean, unless I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, because it's, it's B-O-E-N. Boon. Yeah. Boon. Bone is definitely the funniest pronunciation of that word. Yeah, I'm saying it how I see it. He does remind me of the train guy from Ghost a little bit. <laughs> Get out of my mental hospital! <laughs> yeah, his his sole purpose for existing in this film just seems to be for Sarah Connor to fucking knock him about a bit. I oh, know, mate. It seems it seems to me that fate is mercilessly pissing into his eyes for his yeah. entire life. Yeah, he basically just gets. He, he, she attacks him about three times, holds a fucking <laughs> syringe to his throat with poison in it. First conversation they have is her going, Doctor Silverman, how's the knee? Because you <laughs> yeah. stabbed him in the knee with a pen. You did stab him in the knee with a pen. You'd kind of think to yourself, I'm going to stop meeting up with this bird. <laughs> Every time I leave, I'm minus a fucking limb. Like, uh, I would say, I would say, other than Miles Dyson, he has the, probably the, the worst character arc just because he exists purely to get kicked the fuck out of. <laughs> just a human pincushion. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't be a doctor anymore. Why? Because you're a mad cunt. <laughs> because every time I talk to you, you fucking hit me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's not worth the fucking money. I don't know what's in it for me anymore. <laughs> and if you look at the man anyway, life clearly hasn't been kind. No. No. He's, he's, um, I've just had a look. He's, apparently he's in, the, he's in the newer one as well. Because there was a fourth one. 
Wasn't there? Oh, yeah, this is about six or seven of them now. Yeah, apparently he was in there. Oh, no, it says archive footage only, so that's probably a flashback. Was that Dark Fate he was in? Dark Fate. He was also in Rise of the Machines, but again, I haven't seen it. That's Terminator 3. I, I've, yeah. I saw yeah, Dark yeah. Fate. I mean, I think I've seen I think I've seen all of them, but I did go to the cinema to see Dark Fate. And although it was actually quite entertaining and not too terrible, it still just didn't need to be made. Is Robert Patrick in any of the sequels? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. He randomly rocks up in character in Wayne's World, didn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he has his little cameo. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> oh, 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 mate, I need to. I need to watch Wayne's World again. It's been far too long. It's, it is a classic. I, I, do, I do love a bit of Wayne's World. No, I, 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 it, uh, sorry, oh. carry on. No, after you, darling. Well, I'm saying it would have been a film that I would have picked, but it's difficult to do comedy movies. As we've, I think we've said this before, it's difficult to do comedy movies on on, on this podcast because um, they're already kind funny. of already taken the piss out of us. Hello, is that my sorry? My son has just walked into the room. Hello, Seth. How are we doing? Sorry, he's my uh, my son's just making a cameo on the podcast. Get your own fucking podcast, Seth. <laughs> Seth, do you have any thoughts on Terminator Two: Judgment Day? <laughs> no, nothing. You're just looking at me and smiling and trying to grab my headphones from off my head. Okay, well, look like a prick, Seth. <laughs> Tell you what, though, he's got better acting skills than Arnie. Uh, <laughs> bye, Sefi. We tried to get him to go down for a nap, but it weren't happening, so I tucked myself away in the bedroom to record, and uh, he thought we'd come in and see what was going on. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck about your plans. Good for him. <laughs> Let's be fair, um, that's, the first, that's the first time he's interrupted an episode, to be fair. He was always due. I'm surprised I've gotten this far without him randomly coming in with a cameo at some point. I've told you not to let him out of your out of his hutch when you... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know where he broke open the cage, but... Um, wow, he's obviously got his dad's brute strength. <laughs> I mean, I fed him yesterday. Um... No, I don't. I don't mistreat my son, people. I'm, I'm only joking. Um, yeah, rules the roost. Just, just other people's kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't let you babysit. So, <laughs> right, man, he's, uh, he's he's toddled off again. I don't think he was fathered up on God's very entertaining. Oh well, it's not our audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Next time, Sith. Can Sith? <laughs> I'm still thinking about <laughs> Star Wars. See if you can. <laughs> what happened Sith. there? Get off my podcast, Sith. <laughs> I don't give a shit whether you're supposed to be nipping. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, next time, mate, just call ahead. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to call ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know my mate, my mate Jamie, who is a, who's a fellow uh, fellow Office fan, he, yeah. po- he pointed out to me the other day that I missed a Brent reference you did on an episode, and I can't remember what it was now. Uh, yeah, I remembered. I remember at the time being quite disappointed because I was... I'm. Oh. I'm a professional. I didn't let on. I mean, our, our friendship is largely based on on David Brent quotes to each other. I mean, I think we, I think for about two years, we never said anything to each other but Brent quotes. It was um, either David Brent, Rick Mail, or Pennywise the Clown. Yeah, it was. He he, he texted me, yeah, Mike. Ref- I don't know. I might look it up on the WhatsApp conversation now because he he, 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 Mike, eh? he, he was he was incredibly disappointed in me that I'd uh, missed missed your reference and uh, not as disappointed as I was in myself. Yeah, come. Because I'm, uh, I'm I'm usually good with all that. Um, right, so hang on, where is it? Good. Uh, this is this is all content, viewers. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, well, it's just referencing. Oh, do you know what? I'll find it later. But um, it was 
<laughs> oh, he's refreshingly laid back for a man with such responsibility. Independent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was talking about the president, wasn't I? You were, and it was a blatant brink quote, and I missed it. So um, I'd like to apologise to both you and Jamie for uh, letting the side down on that one. I'll tell you what, though, Jamie Jamie picks up the baton for you. So if you're listening, Jamie, uh, thanks very much for that, mate. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad somebody around here appreciates me. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm very disappointed in myself. I'm uh, I'm, I'm usually a, a walk in the encyclopedia of office quotes. So, uh, yeah. Hey, but, listen, um, man, we all have off days. You're just a man. You are just a man, <laughs> despite, you know, most people believing otherwise. <laughs> most, most people think that maybe you're a Yeti or an ogre. <laughs> Thank you for, for, for that. <laughs> Hang on, don't pass off fucking Yeti. But and I just came for I was I was not Yeti. I've been laid loads of times. My son just interrupted. He's my proof. Okay. Oh, mate, I, I do loads of shags. <laughs> I do all the shags. Oh, non-stop always shagging. Always shagging. Always yeah. shagging. Too much of anything. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well no, don't do it anymore because then that's just be more kids to interfere with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Kids who aren't invited. <laughs> Uh, no, it's good. Uh, but I've still never met him. But you know, we'll have to do it one day where we all get together. Anyway, this is probably not for the podcast. Yeah, indeed. No, no, you, you can meet myself. Well, to be honest, he spent half of his life, you know, two and a half. He spent half of his life in fucking lockdown. So you know, I've only I only met him last week. <laughs> <laughs> the wife won't let you indoors. <laughs> Social distancing, isn't it? Um, <laughs> that's that's what she keeps saying. <laughs> Although that other bloke seems to be popping around an awful lot. <laughs> the one that, the one that looks like Seth in 20 years, I know the one. That's him, yeah. <laughs> White blonde hair. <laughs> oh, dear. No, only joshing, I really don't mean to insinuate that A, you are the kind of man whose wife would cheat on you, and B, that your wife's a slag. Because I know she's not. Well, you were uh, you, you work well. At least you don't you don't really work. You're not in the same apartment anymore. But you work with you work with my my wife, don't you? Um, yep, she got promoted. I stayed where I was. <laughs> <laughs> Ambitious, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Get out, get out. <laughs> one thing we, one thing we do know. Uh, another Brent reference. Uh, yep. There is one thing that we do know is that fucking you doesn't necessarily guarantee financial success. <laughs> and this this whole exercise proves that. <laughs> anyway, also, I am quite sore now. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, we we have just released our new range of condoms, specifically <laughs> for people who enjoy anal sex. Uh, it's called Rear Protection. Wee, yeah, that's actually a great marketing idea. I'll uh, I'll get Cheryl on that. She's knocked up a couple of t-shirts for us, my mate Cheryl. I'm sure she could get working on the condom condom varieties. Hand-stitched condoms with our faces on the end. <laughs> the, hooded, the, the hooded ghost. <laughs> little, little anchor. Is it, is it the hooded ghost? I think it is, isn't it? Anchorman? Yeah, it's an anchorman. Is it? Yeah, when they name condoms. Oh, Brian, Brian oh, Montana. That's like the, the sequel's version of Sex Panther, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that, actually. Yeah, no, I do like the Ackerman films. But um, have, have we got any, uh, have we covered, is there anything we haven't covered on, on Terminator you want to cover? No. 
No, because it's going to no, be... There's, uh, the whole thing is a bit of trivia. Um, a bit at the end where there are two Sarah Connors because the, the T-1000 has turned into one of them. Is, uh, that's actually her twin sister, Linda Hammond's twin sister. Oh, yeah, I've heard uh, she's a stunt double. I'd, I, I'd be fuming at that. Would you want to turn up every day and fucking get hurt so your sister don't have to and she gets paid more? Oh, be f- oh, I'm not sure I'd fancy that. No, I don't either. But it certainly gives you an indication of what their childhood was like. <laughs> Leslie! So I'm going to be a millionaire actress and you, you just knock about in case I need to fall over or get shot. Yeah, you get the shit kicked out of you instead of me. <laughs> Happy birthday, you bitch. <laughs> All of the pain, none of the money. Yeah, cheers. Me more. Didn't, didn't you say as well that? Um, didn't you say as well that that that, 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 ginger, that poor fucking policeman who was just trying to get a fucking cup of coffee that gets killed by the T one thousand because he morphs into him as well? Didn't you say that was twins too? Yep, another set of twins. Uh, they're also in Gremlins too, I believe. Yeah, the fats. Well, not fat, fat's half. No, they're fat. No, they're fat. The tubby sort of ginger bloke. They're fat. They're fatter than me, which means they're fat. All right. <laughs> Yeah, the sort of tubby ginger bloke that isn't me. Um, the, 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 the one that he's. Yeah, I felt sorry for him. He was just trying to. He was just trying to get a cup of coffee, and he was like, he was really excited because I think, oh, I won the jackpot on my cup of coffee. Next yeah. thing you, next thing you know, knife in the fucking face, dead. Yeah, there's your fucking jackpot, mate. Yeah, knife arm. T one thousand comes straight in with a big <laughs> sword hand. See you later. Through, through your head, right yeah. through your bunts. Let the man have his coffee at least. Yeah. No, I felt, yeah. I felt for that guy. He was just similar. He was just up there with the bloke who got shot in the hallway. Just wrong place, wrong time, on it? I think it's just emotional for you every time you see a ginger get slain, isn't it? Well, you know, there's always a danger of extinction. See, for me, it's very exciting and, and quite uh, quite satisfying. Well, we're going to die out eventually. I mean, I'm a ginger who doesn't produce gingers. My son's as blonde as anyone you'll ever see. Yeah, well, there's Mother Nature trying to right her wrongs. <laughs> <laughs> Said, be, huh? That'll be the next pandemic. It'll just, just wipe out the gingers. <laughs> Ginger genocide. <laughs> well, we can but hope. Oh, it's all right. I'm losing my barnet anyway, so pretty soon I'll be fuck all, so it doesn't matter. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Every cloud, eh? Hey. Yeah, not content with making me ginger. They said, oh, God's gone, oh, we're going to make you lose your hair. The only thing I don't, I mean, the only hair defect I don't have is I'm not going grey. That's about it. And that'll probably start tomorrow now. I've said that. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going grey. And uh, I'd rather that. Yeah. No, you people, people, they see what fox look. People can put it off nowadays, can't they? I've never pulled off a fox. And I, I won't have anybody <laughs> who makes such allegations. Not even Doctor? Uh, no, never, never, never even met him. Um, although I gather that his first name is Neil. Dr. Neil Fox, yeah. Yeah, he's not even a real doctor, can't no. <laughs> He's no shitman. Um, but yeah, it was, um, <laughs> is there anything else, uh, Terminator-wise, you wanted to cover? No, let's call it a day, shall we? All right, cool. Well, I'm... I'm, I'm ex- too much of a good thing. <laughs> well, nice well, um, well, yeah, we've got to keep to, uh, today's episode a little bit shorter because we're doing it on a Friday lunchtime and our lunch break, so, which means we've got to be a bit more rigid with sticking to the hour. Um, but, um, yeah, we, because we, we have a bit more freedom when we're, when we're doing it in the evenings, don't we? But needs must today because, uh, yeah, we had some technical problems during the week. So I had better announce the next um, film that we're doing. Mike's already been told this because well, I touched on it in a, a previous recording that didn't really go to plan. Um, 
Hit, hit us with it. We're going with Forrest Gump. Um, the Gumpenstein. The Gumpenator. Um, <laughs> I, did, I think um, a lot fucking happens in it, so there's quite a lot to unpack in it, so I think it's a good film to pick. Um, widely considered one of the best films around, and rightly so. It's fucking good, to be fair. Um, it's, um, it's Bob Zemeckis, isn't it? It is Bob Zemeckis, obviously Tom Hanks, Gary Sinise, uh, Sally Field, uh, rocking up in it from, uh, from oh. old... Uh, Fucking great. <laughs> From just out fire. Um, yeah, so oh, we've got chops. Yeah, so we thought we'd uh, we thought we'd go with um thought we'd go with with, with Forrest Gump because yeah, it's one one of the biggest films of the nineties, really. And uh yep. yeah. Oh, the, the only other the other thing I was thinking of picking was uh, under siege, but uh, didn't go down too well with you, did it? No, absolutely. I no, I would I would well I'd rather gulp down a pint of cold sick than with <laughs> anything with Steven Seagal in it. So Plus we have just done uh, an action film. So I think I think Forrest Gump would uh, would, would be the one to go for. So uh yeah. Action in Forrest Gump if you consider running uh, action. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, I guess the thing left to do now is uh, rate the film. Um, I'd go eight and a half. I enjoyed Old Terminator too. I am going to agree with you completely, and I'm going to give eight and a half as well. And I believe, actually, while we're on the on the eight and a half motif, yeah, that's the same rating as IMDb. So I guess we should we're in the wrong fucking game, mate. Oh really? Reviewing these things professionally, yeah. Oh nice. Well, yeah, fucking eight and a half. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair. Fight. I think it's held, it stood the test of time. Well, holds up well still for a nineties film, and uh, yeah, fucking yeah. Good it was before James Cameron became all preachy about the fucking environment as well. So <laughs> one of the one of the last ones to actually enjoy from him. Absolutely. No, no, it was it was a, it was a good film. I enjoyed watching it. But um, good. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, we uh, had better wrap it up because I've uh, got to got to go back to work. Sadly, but uh, Mike, over over to you. Don't, whatever you do, go puffing the provolone. <laughs> provolone. Where did you yeah. pull that bad boy out from? <laughs> Italy, I believe. <laughs> I'm, run- I'm running out of cheeses and and other fucking words for smoking that have the same first letter as types of cheese. All right. This isn't easy. <laughs> no, cheese-based humor is always hard. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to move on to cheesecakes, cheese derivatives soon. It'll be fucking baby bell. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about my penis. We, we, <laughs> that is where I do my we as well. <laughs> the old, the old willy there. So right. thanks for listening. You slags. Yep. Thanks again. Uh, this has been episode 22 on Terminator 2, uh, Judgment Day. So tune in next week. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get it out on time this time, we promise. Um, and uh, yeah, it will be uh, episode 23 on Forrest Gump. So we will see you then. Yeah, fuck off now. See you later. Love you.